Hello and welcome to the first Yogipreneurs podcast with me, Mia Jafari. I thought I would take this opportunity to welcome you, dear listener, and share a little bit about myself, Yogipreneurs, and what it is you should expect to hear over the coming podcasts with us. I always start my interviews by asking my guests, so tell me who you are. So I will start by sharing who I think I am, which is that I'm an eternal creative being having a human experience and here to co-create, or so I think I am. But of course, the me of the past would have never said this. I grew up feeling and experiencing the world and myself very differently to how I feel and experience now. And I think this has been the real driver of Yogipreneurs, that I wish that I had known what I had known all those years ago. But then maybe that would have created the butterfly effect and that was not my life's purpose at all. But either way, I really think it's important that I share what I have learned over the last few years in the hopes that maybe it will help other people as well. Growing up in the 80s in Northern England, away from my home country, which was Iran, life seemed narrow and bleak. And I was told I was not good enough and I didn't fit in, in pretty much every way. Because the UK was not my home and I was different and I didn't fit in. I didn't think the same as everyone else. I didn't act the same as everyone else. And I didn't look the same as everyone else. And I didn't want to be boxed in. I had these big ideas of how life should be. And the reality that I was experiencing just didn't match that. I had grand ideas of being an astronaut when I was eight. And then when I, and then being a writer when I was 10. And then I settled for being a fashion designer. Upon reflection, I wasn't really interested in space travel, but understanding what was going on beyond that tiny little planet when I wanted to be an astronaut. And I wasn't interested in fashion because I like fashion, but more that through the dresses that I designed, I could escape and create a new world, away from what I saw as being a little bit of a bland ex- ex- existence. Having realized that I didn't have a huge interest in physics or the talent needed to be an astronaut, And as much as I enjoyed writing, I'm dyslexic. I put my heart and soul into learning everything that I could about fashion, designing, pattern cutting, the latest trends, the latest models, the latest designers, where the designers studied, really mapping out their whole career and then thinking, well, how could I get there? I started to make small um, fashion collections when I was um, 12. And every six months, I would create mini collections And I had a part-time job to pay for my sewing machine and my overlocker and all the materials I needed. And I would go to jumble sales and charity shops and and buy curtains and and old dresses and, 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 you know, look at real interesting fabrics and come and and salvage them into new collections. And of course, I didn't know the time that I was trying to escape, but that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to create a new world. And I did a great job and I was for myself and I was so happy in this little magical world of make-believe and, and creating the dresses and the collections. It took me away from reality. And I decided very early on that I wanted to go to Central St. Martins in London because all my um, all the designers that I really aspired to be like, like John Galliano and Alexander McQueen, they had all studied at Central St. Martins, Stella McCartney, and I wanted to follow their footsteps. 
And from when I was about 15 to 18, every summer I would I would try and find a way of going to London and doing a, a summer course at Central St. Martins. And that was my real, real purpose in life that I really needed to get into this, to this university and, um, you know, like really change my life, be, be the designer that I was meant to be. And when I was 18, after years and years of hard work, I got into a place at St. Martin's. But I had this huge fear. I had this fear that I was not good enough. I had this fear that who was I, this little girl who was a little bit overweight and, and geeky, who was she to, to, to go and study fashion at Central St. Martin's? And I felt like the world of fashion St. Martin's would not accept me. So I slipped into my comfort zone. And I studied textiles instead. Still a central Mart- central St. Martins, but I felt like I just didn't belong in the fashion world and I would play it safe. My heart sank when I transferred, but logic told me that I was making the wise move because I just wasn't good enough, as I thought. The first year of university, I had a real great aesthetic and I worked nonstop. And so I graduated at the top of my class. I think it was me and one other person out of a class of 60 that graduated on top of our year. But whilst I was working hard, I felt like who was I to have a voice? Who was I to create something? So I found ways of self-sabotaging my success with distractions that took me into my comfort zone, into the abyss of fear and inferiority. And of course, I didn't know it at the time. And if someone had said this to me, I would have completely rejected it. But I found ways of making myself feel that I was not good enough and distracting myself from my real purpose, the work that I was, you know, I'd spent years getting working so hard to get to. And this pattern that happened over and over again for 15 years, that I was a designer. I did London Fashion Week. I had, I had photography exhibitions around the world. Um, I, did, um, I did design work. I, I, I got grants. I got funding. I worked really hard. But all the time, there was this little voice saying, well, you're not good enough and it's not going to work out. And again, this was a pattern for 15 years. And over 15 years, I had many creative entrepreneurship pursuits. I did a plethora of different things. And each time that I was doing well and I was exceeding my expectations, last minute, I felt like, wow, this is not going to work out. And I shifted into something else. Upon reflection... I realized that I was afraid of being something beyond what I thought I was. That however much I worked and worked and worked, there was a part of me that just had that, that little child voice or feeling that I wasn't good enough. And so my thoughts were saying to me that something was not going to work out, even though my actions were making me work really hard. In my very early 30s, I decided to be realistic and or what I thought would be realistic and give up on my big dreams and I decided to play it safe just to do a job that paid the bills to focus on the weekends to marry someone that would would do until I had an awakening and this was an awakening that my thoughts and feelings about what was possible was holding me back and that everything was unfolding in my life as I have thought about it, the work I was doing, my personal life, even my bank account was a reflection of what I thought I deserved, not how hard I worked. And I grappled with this realization. And I grappled with this realization that my thoughts about myself and what was possible was writing the playbook of my life. That I was in a way 
not only an actor, but I was also the director of my life. And when I realized this, it took time to create action. And it took time for me to put my attention on my inner world and let go of trying to do so much. I decided to take conscious action and pay close attention to how I was observing and thinking about things. And surely but surely, slowly but surely, things started to change for me. I became happier, I became more content, I became more present, and my work flowed with ease. Slowly, people that were causing me challenges and anxieties just disappeared. Slowly, the work that I wanted came to me and I was not hustling. Slowly, I felt more at peace and everything was unfolding in a really gentle, nice way. And so I started to examine the people I work with, especially the entrepreneurs, had a certain way of seeing things. And I analyzed how they saw things and how they saw the world. And mostly that without realizing it, they were doing the same as me. And I realized that we're all creating our lives. And some of us are doing it consciously, but 95% of us are doing it unconsciously. And I thought, why had I not known this sooner? Why didn't someone tell me this? Why didn't I have lessons in this? It would have saved me a lot of pain and money uh, and blood and sweat and tears. I also saw the people in the conscious living world, the yoga world, the spiritual world, have a balanced approach to life and they're very heart-centered. But maybe they don't think so much about abundance and you know bringing in uh, success in their lives financially. Well, maybe that's not just important to them. And I realized people in the business world are very mind-focused and get results. But to be truly successful, however we all personally find success, because success is really rel- relative, we need a combination of both. We need to have that kind of a spiritual awakening and that, that balance, but we also need action and drive. And this is where Yogapreneurs was born, combining yoga philosophy with entrepreneurship and action. And Yogapreneurs is putting the yogi in the entrepreneur and the entrepreneur into the yogi. And so welcome to Yogapreneurs. That is what Yogapreneurs is, the yogi in the entrepreneur and the entrepreneur in yogi. And with these podcasts, on a personal level, I feel that I am pushing myself out of my comfort zone because I'm actually introverted and no one really believes this when I say this, but I am actually introverted and I don't speak up and I, and I don't really share how I'm feeling much or express myself much. And so these podcasts are really about me throwing myself into a growth experiment Uh, with the intention that with every podcast I do, I meet the best version of myself that day, that I learn and grow through the interview and I try my best. And that's all I can ask of myself, that I become the best version of myself that day. Because I truly believe our purpose on the planet is to simply be the best version of ourselves, to be present, to be open, to be grounded, to express ourselves in the way that we're meant to express ourselves. And tomorrow that version will be different and the next day will be different. But all we can do is do the best that we can today, to live consciously today. And I do believe, and I am passionate about this, that the work we do is simply the vehicle to help us meet the best versions of ourselves. 
whatever that may be. So whether we're an entrepreneur, whether we're an entrepreneur, whether we work in the corporate, whether we're a mother, whether we're a painter, whether we're a gardener, whatever it is that we do, the work that we do is about meeting the best version of ourselves that day. So my hope for anyone listening to the podcast or joining our workshops and programs and retreats is that they also have a little shift and feel more content, happy and fulfilled by hearing the conversations from the people who are no different to them and get a reflection that helps them meet the best versions of themselves today. So welcome to the Yogipreneurs Podcasts. I look forward to sharing this journey with you. I hope you enjoyed learning a little bit more about me and um, the key learnings that I've had in my life. And my story or my learnings, like everyone's, is quite complicated and it's quite complex. Um, but I tried to focus on the key messages that I have, have, have had in, um, in my life about how to be the best version of me. And that is about how our thoughts become things and we actually self-sabotage without realizing. And the comfort zone is actually quite painful, but still it's, it's a comfort zone. So next week, we will be interviewing Connell Thomas on being your purpose. Connell is an author, speaker and social entrepreneur. And we will be exploring how when he faced a career ending injury that derailed his dreams and left him questioning his purpose, he went from asking why me, why did this happen to me, to what now? In episode three with Chiki Sherris, we'll be exploring being in flow. And we'll be identifying the energy balancing tools that are, that are available to us all to help us allow more flow in our lives and have the right opportunities come to us. And in episode four with Aya Sada, we'll be exploring acting your truth. And we will be identifying how by building our capacity to self-reflect through developing consistent daily rituals, we can engage with people in a much more meaningful and authentic way. The superpower that all entrepreneurs and everyone needs to succeed. So I hope you really join us and enjoy the, the podcast and looking forward to sharing them with you. And if you have any feedback, please do share. Thank you.